It's Trice Talk, Wacky Wednesday, and I'm <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> you, got, you, got some, you got somebody there with you? Uh, inside of me, yes. Oh, well, that's another show. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, welcome. It's this is kind. This is going to be kind of weird for us tonight because this is our first time in this time slot. We've been doing the eleven o'clock shift for ten months, and um, this is our our uh, what would you call it? Our um, maiden voyage at eight thirty. I guess. Ah, I yes. mean nine thirty. Nine thirty. It's, well, what time is it? I have no. Oh idea. yeah. Well, it depends on where you are. You know, it could be. It's eight thirty uh, where oh. Jess Duck lives. So I mean, what oh, time oh, no. is it in Scandinavia? I'm oh sure. no, it's actually seven thirty there. I'm sorry, she's in Mountain Time. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what time it is in Scandinavia. Did you know? I have no idea. Uh, welcome, beauty. I think that's what that says. Can you read that? Uh, no, that's Lou. I don't oh, know who Beauty well, Be- is. Beauty's up there yeah. before your name came in. You know, oh, I, I can't see anything before me, Donald Wayne. Well, it's just, I thought you had those powers, Dennis Lee. No, uh, I do have powers, but not that. No. I wonder if that's the Lou that's with Laura. Is that, is that I think Laura's Lou? Be. Lou, is that uh, <laughs> you've got me all tell you. Yes, Lo- she is. She is. Well, welcome, all right. Lou. Well, welcome. Thank I don't think we've in. ever had you. No, we've never had you. You might want to. You might want to give her the clap, Donald Wayne. Uh, well, well, you know what I mean. Uh, let me see if I can find. <laughs> I'm not used to doing that. I mean, don't to- you have a jar? There you go. Thank you. Welcome, Lou. Yeah, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Okay, y'all can sit down now. Take it easy. Right, well, the whole crowd up here. Well, anyway, <laughs> Beauty's the first one. She actually be or she he or whoever it is beat you in. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, so. BP, welcome. Let BP. BP? In the house. All right. Hey, might as well give BP the well, clap too. Since yeah, you're giving BP, it out so freely. BP, uh, you want the clap? <laughs> <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving, buddy. Um. Indeed it oh, does, goodness. Clark. <laughs> Indeed it does. Uh, we oh. might as well. Uh, hey, I've ever. Oh, my gosh. Whoa, what the hell is that? It said beep. I thought it was like a horn. That sounds like, you know, somebody turned off your your life support or something. I don't yeah, know. It did sound like that. I don't get concerned. Uh, well, <laughs> will not be the first time he said, all right, so <laughs> that's, that's another show. 
but yeah, welcome to our first Wacky Wednesday at 9.30 Eastern Time. We're just, uh, it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a difference in trying to get ready for this one tonight, but. Uh, oh, just a little bit. You know, it's okay. You know, the funny thing is we finished it at midnight last night, right? It was two o'clock before Podbeam uh, made that podcast available for me to post last night. Jeez, I'm like, I'm like, so, huh? It's like what? Till two to do it? Yeah. Well, if I don't do it at night, see, then it'll be the next afternoon or evening before I get it done, and I just like, oh, yeah. so, I'm like, what is wrong? I mean, this is a Tuesday night. How many do y'all have to? I don't even know what they do to it anyway. Do you know? I mean, what do they do? Somebody listen to the first five minutes of it and decide whether it's something that they, they want to know. allow on their channel. How do we get that job? You know it says I mean? it's under review. What kind of review do they do? Uh, well, you know, you got some guy in the back. He's like, hey, I'll get to it when I get to it. Pipe <laughs> yeah. down. I got a whole load of these over here. Um, <laughs> so you can't imagine what they have to listen to sometimes. I got to listen to these CNN tapes first. So <laughs> That's right. And a sex talk show that just went <laughs> off the air. I'm I'm busy right now. I'll get back to you. Oh my goodness. Well, hey, it's great that you could join us, BP. Yeah. And, and Lou. Um uh, and Lou. And first time listener. And oh I can't I'm just on the wrong first screen. Time live listener. And beauty. And beauty, yeah. Don't forget beauty. Right. Um so yeah, it's Wacky Wednesday. So this is uh, we just kind of do whatever we want to do that <laughs> either gives us a chuckle or you know it's it's we try to stay away from the serious stuff tonight. Um, Why so serious? I think I've got one thing that segues into something just slightly serious. Uh, slightly serious. That's like a uh, <laughs> that's like two shows oh, rolled like in slightly. one. Yeah. yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> What in the heck is going on, Donald Wayne? Um, yeah, but so we're just kind of run off off the cuff. I think I think we'll be kind of comfortable here at the old nine thirty. I hope well, it works you know, out for everybody. A little, a little more spry and a little, you know, more energy at these earlier hours. So it, it doesn't take as much geritol to do the the nine thirty than it as it does at eleven o'clock. Well, I'm going to take your word on that. Um, <laughs> uh, can can you believe just, you know, I know we talked about this a little bit last night. Uh, I did have to get out and go to the store today. Just I thought, well, I'm, I better go before all these idiots start thinking, oh, we're going to run out of food. So I ran up there and, and the store was packed. And it was, I mean, not with people, but the food was fine. The milk was plentiful and but uh, I noticed the the uh, racetrack up here beside me, uh, all the pumps had bags over them. And uh, there was a long line at the Kroger uh, gas station. So I, I guess I guess people are getting desperate. They're saying that Georgia's down to about 50 percent capacity. 50 percent of fuel? Yep. That's, yeah, uh, but by the weekend, I mean, unless people go on an all-out panic. I was talking to somebody today. I was like, "If you could you imagine if this was like Memorial Day weekend or <laughs> something like that, and people would just freak out?" I stopped well, at a place today, and he was like, "Hey, buddy, how much you take to siphon some gas out of your tank?" I'm like, <laughs> I, I, "I don't." He was just joking, but I'm like, "Yeah, no, I don't." 
we kind of have to watch who creeps up behind me uh, next to the car. You know, yeah, if you go in to was, get something out of the little store, you know, you come back, somebody's got a hose and it's running through yeah. your car. I mean, That's, you know, a bunch of people with hose, um, you know, <laughs> you got to be worried about that. So, hoses, say, that is. Say, yeah, <laughs> say, buddy. Say, say buddy. What I'm not sure on doing with that hose. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're doing, but maybe yeah. uh, this is not the place. I, it's, it's crazy. Um, you know, but like I said, I, I, I'm fortunate that I don't, you know, that I filled up last week just out of routine for me. So every, all the vehicles are still in pretty good shape. Uh, I could at least make it to Chattanooga and back. So I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got 333 miles on my tank. So anything gets crazy. Hey, me, what's going on? Hey, me. Wow. You have to give her the clap too. Uh, Don't well, always well, giving the clap out to well, everybody. I mean, well, it's such a free spirit. Yes, um, you know, it's, I, I am an uh, ex-hippie, so, you know. Well, you know, she's in the medical field, so anybody can get rid of it. <laughs> oh, welcome to the show. This is obviously Wacky Wednesday. So we we, we like, to spread, than we like to spread it around. Who's loose? What? <laughs> well, I beg your pardon, sir. Um, Did you get those new ones? <laughs> Um, have you used all of your little noisemakers on, on any of your, no, 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 I haven't. Um, There's some of them I just don't care to use. I do kind of like that one though. I don't know why I use the countdown a lot because it's yeah. to start off the show before my music. Yeah. Somebody <clears throat> else uses the countdown in their show too. I think I've heard yeah. on, uh, well, I think Eric Erickson actually uses that on his stupid show. On uh, uh, does he? Ninety-five. Yeah. Yeah, maybe he yeah. does. No, I wonder if is he on Podbeam? Yeah. <laughs> is no. Eric on Podbeam? I thought he'd gotten he gotten past Podbeam. Did he get dumped down to Podbeam? Uh, went from know. went from Red State down to Podbeam. Well, well, you know that's what happens. I think you're right. I you know I haven't listened to him, but since he moved to the uh, Rush Limbaugh spot. Yeah, um, it's, it's just I'm not usually traveling at that time period, and that's the only chance I can listen to him is in the vehicle. The vehicle, vehicle, no, uh, um, oh. motorized popsicle. But whoa, I kind of, oh, I mean, yeah, there's that. times that I like Eric Erickson, it's just you know, <laughs> he, he was uh, that's funny, what? that's funny, BP. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know he he was he was not a, a trumper at all and and but he's a pretty good conservative so you know he's all right he just he had his his wing yeah um, well let's see you want to just what what are we here uh what are last we? last night we were so rushed trying to cram everything we could into an hour and then we I had know. had two callers when eric called in and and uh, yeah. Laura called in last night, which was a, a treat and a surprise um, for her to call in on her last night there at that time slot. So um, uh, those are the days um, we thought well, they'd never got, end. You got something to, to pull out now, Donald Wayne, or 
Yeah, I think you're up. Uh, I'm thinking about that. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, about that. All right. Yeah. I guess we'll just roll indeed, into that. Indeed, BP. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> indeed. <laughs> oh, all right. That's all right. I got something for BP after you're done there. Uh, BP, now, we, you know, since we moved to a new time slot, we don't have to do that planetary thing anymore. So, you know, uh, <laughs> just thought I would mention that early on. Oh, he's, he's trying to keep you from provoking me, BP. Um, all right. So you'll like this first story, Dennis Lee. Um, uh, we shall see. <laughs> It's it's titled a new uh, a newt a newt <laughs> thinking about Newt Gingrich a new place to uh, all right roll that back I'm gonna do one of those uh, Willy Wonka things uh, a neat place to get shot rather than sucked is the title of this story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I feel like I read that book last night. I'm not sure. <laughs> Hey, well, that's what you do when you have extra time. Oh, well, um, you know, when you're in the bathroom, it takes a while. So, uh, Romanian uh. Romanian doctors are offering a jab in the arm rather than a stake through the heart. Uh, in Bucharest, from the Huff Post by Stephen McGrath, Dracula's Castle is a bloody good place to get a COVID nineteen shot. At Dracula's Castle in picturesque Transylvania, Romania, uh, Transylvania, Romanian doctors are offering a jab in the arm rather than a stake through the heart. A COVID-19 vaccination center has been set up on the periphery of the Romania's brand castle, which is purported to be the inspirational behind Dracula's home in Bram Stoker's 19th century Gothic novel, Dracula. Mm. Every weekend through May, I got excited when I first read this. Hey, you know, but I've already gotten mine. So, I, you know, um, I guess there's no point in trying to book a trip. But every weekend through May, vaccination marathons will be held just outside the storied 14th century hilltop castle where no appointment is needed in an attempt to encourage people to protect themselves against the COVID-19 we wanted to show people a different way to get the vaccine needle. <laughs> Not sure what kind of way they're going to show them, unless they're going to jab them in the neck. But Alexa <laughs> Alexandru Priscu, the marketing manager at Brand Castle, uh, told the Associated Press, those brave enough to get a Pfizer vaccine shot received a vaccination diploma which is aptly illustrated with a fanged medical worker brandishing a syringe. Maybe that's what they do. They, they put it in the fangs of, you know, the fake fangs and then the nurse or doctor bites you and then it injects it into your, there you go. There's an idea. Uh, besides the diploma, people benefit with free entry into the castle's torture rooms, which have 52 medieval torture instruments in them. Um, since the lighthearted campaign was launched over the weekend, nearly 400 people were vaccinated. Priscu said he has received scores of requests from foreigners wishing to get vaccinated in the spooky setting. Bad news for them, though. Only residents of Romania can officially receive a jab. Um, the campaign runs alongside a series of government initiatives as it pushes to speed up the inoculation campaign 
for the European Union of more than 19 million people. Uh, let's see, on Saturday, all vaccination centers in the country b- became appointment-free. So anyway, I thought that was kind of neat that they, you know, that's a pretty good marketing tool. Hey, come get your shot at the uh, Dracula's castle. Huh, interesting. um, Sitting there rolling up your sleeve while someone's sucking on your neck. (laughs) That's always always good. That could scare a few people. (laughs) Um, Hey, dude, what's going on? Hey, dude. Uh, Let's see. Since the pandemic has started, Romania has recorded more than 1 million COVID infections and about uh, 29,000 people have died in Romania from, from COVID. But um, so, you know, that's, that was their, their thing. Maybe we should have done that here. There, there's plenty of spooky places in in the U S people could have gotten vaccinations. Yeah. Some of them, you know, are, <laughs> some of them are just the hospitals themselves. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, neck bones. Well, exactly. Um, you know, they take, they can be mighty tasty BP. Yeah. Well, since, uh, you know, you were, uh, provoking me. Oh no. Oh no, no, can, no, no. You, did you bring if, that with you? No, let's see if we can get this to play here. I've got oh, okay. something for you. Um, Let's see if this works. I'm, I'm afraid of what you're going to play. The water records of Uranus and Neptune may hold <laughs> an odd substance that's somewhere between a solid and a liquid. Researchers oh, really? Researchers <laughs> use computer models to build the ice giant planet's interiors, shedding light on their current structure and past evolution. The simulations analyze their thermal and electrical conductivity on an atomic scale. They found the ice inside Uranus and Neptune's cores <laughs> is unlike anything we've seen on Earth, saying, in such exotic physical conditions, we cannot think of ice as we are used to. At the heart of Uranus and Neptune <laughs> may be a weird super-ionic water. Oh, yeah. This substance has <laughs> oxygen atoms locked in a crystalline lattice, while hydrogen atoms bounce around freely like a charged <laughs> liquid. Researchers say the water's electrical conductivity is higher than they initially thought and believe the peculiar ice cores could have a big effect on the planet's magnetic fields. The findings were published in the journal Nature Communications. Oh, yeah. I just love it that they put that music on when they're talking about stuff, par- particles bouncing around in your <laughs> That's uh, I just couldn't pass that one up, Donald Wayne. I just really thought we we moved away from that. I thought that was a no, late night hour, you kind know. Of thing. We, well, the, you know, the news outlets keep drawing us closer and closer in. I mean, when they said they found weird water in Uranus, I, I was all over it. Obviously, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get a part of that, so yeah, well. <laughs> You, you, you've reached that point in your life where you'll find out real soon. So. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, you're going to have a whole, a whole study. Um, so that one that one was a quickie for me. That's a, <laughs> well, oh, hold on. Hold on. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Do you have something to go along with Uranus? Uh, well, I mean, you know. Or is that just I a one for? Uh well that's pretty much a one for but oh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much a one for right. that one. 
We'll okay. leave that one alone. Well, so. that certainly was a surprise for me. I uh, thought you would enjoy it. I, I'm I'm sure Jess Duck will be sorry that she missed that presentation. <laughs> well, <laughs> no way, BP. We're gonna go. We're gonna go straight to dessert. Uh, all right. Oh, the boy. second little ditty I've got here in my hand is um, <laughs> it's called Go. Wow. <laughs> go ahead. Going down the hard way, <laughs> had to walk 200 feet down. Um, this is another story from it, the Huff Post. That just sounds so weird. Why don't they just say Huffington Post? But I guess it's uh, not the serious. Hey, Safui. Uh, beg your pardon? <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd you call me? Um all right, so this is, again, from the Huff Post uh, by Ed Mazza. Um, a malfunction at the big one at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. <laughs> that doesn't even sound good in, right Not there. At all. Gave thrill seekers some unexpected extra excitement. Well, that whole sentence just could go the wrong way. Thrill seekers at a theme park in the UK got a little more than they bargained for this week when their roller coaster got stuck near the top. Uh, eventually, as accompanying footage shows, uh, they had to be escorted off the big one by foot, step by careful step down a inch steep, by inch. Yes, I wish I had that little clip down a steel staircase in the open air from near the ride's 213-foot summit. The big one was was the tallest and fastest coaster in the world when it opened in 1994, according to Coaster Grotto. Uh, it's since been surpassed. The current tallest King Da Da at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey is more than twice as high at 456 feet tall. Jeez. Ain't no way I'm getting on something. I'm not getting on the, the 213 foot one. But as, as the footage from the big one shows, and there is a, a, a little footage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's right, BP. I swear. As, as the, <laughs> okay. As the footage shows from the big one, being stuck about 15 stories up and then having to walk down is still quite a thrill for some people. It wouldn't be for me so much so that the park actually charges a fee for a tour that takes tourists to the top via the stairs. So people actually pay them money to walk that 215 feet up or uh, 15 stories up. Yes. Um, and, I, you know, if you look at it, I mean, the handrail, there's, there's a handrail on both sides of the track and, and, and the walkway itself. Uh, but it's only about, depending on how tall you are, it's only about knee high. Uh, that's not very, you know, it, it wouldn't be a whole lot of security for me. Not at all. Anyway, and, and – <laughs> So while I'm talking about it, I mean, this, the same article kind of led into some other articles and this one, this one's not a, a really a funny one, but, uh, just, it should go along with the roller coaster. Uh, there's a story from AP that states that, uh, two dead after roller coaster car jumps rails in Mexico city. Jeez. Uh, the coaster derailed at the La 
Feria amusement park and fell 33 feet, leaving two others injured. Uh, a speeding rail car on the roller coaster flipped over mid-ride at the Mex Mexican amusement park in Mexico City on Saturday, and it killed two people and injured two others. So I guess there were four in the car. Um, and it was, you know, one man was 18, the other was 21. But uh, two women that were also in the same car, they survived. They were hurt, but they survived. Preliminary investigations indicate a mechanical failure caused the car to come loose and fall from a height of 33 feet above the ground. Authorities uh, are treating the accident as a case of negligent homicide. Um, the bad thing is this, this park has a history of buying used roller coasters and used, uh, you know, uh, rides from other amusement parks around the world. And I think this one was, was fairly old. So, uh, but on that same site, if you it's, it's kind of neat because they show you a lot of the roller coasters around the world. And, uh, some of these things like that one that's 400 and something feet tall, you get to the top of that sucker and it drops straight down. I mean, you're looking straight down at the ground and then it goes into a tunnel and comes out. Um, Jeez. I just, you know, I don't understand, <clears throat> but you know, you see people on the rides and they look like they're having the time of their life. So, uh, I, it's just yeah, not for me. You know, yeah, I, ride I don't the, know about all that. I ride the little ones at Disney world, <laughs> you know, the ones yeah. that don't go very fast. I did do Space Mountain one time, and that about freaked me out. Yeah, uh, roller coasters. You know, the one at Space Mountain years ago when uh, it's probably been 20 years, but uh, one person rode that thing that was too tall, and they actually uh, got decapitated. decapitated. Yep. yep. Because the girders, you know, the thing, you know, going through there were just, he hit it. So, yes. Yeah. Nuts. I'm Can not. Can you imagine that. that head landing well, back in your lap while you're trying to go up Space Mountain? I'd rather not. Especially. Still, yeah, no, no. I remember quivering. I remember riding it and thinking <laughs> this this ceiling looks awful low. And I, I, I scrunched down in the seat, you know, as much as I could, because I was really a little concerned about the height of it. And, you know, I'm I'm only about six foot so yeah or the or the head falls down on some poor worker down there in the facility knocks him unconscious <laughs> boy you're taking that to the extreme aren't you you're the extrapolator tonight oh whoa whoa that's just a rumor not Wayne. a vicious rumor <laughs> welcome dj 68 um Jeez. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> I've got a story out of Newsweek by Samantha Locke that um, a three-eyed cow was spotted on a farm. Never seen anything like this before, they said. They would, wouldn't they? A vet hmm. made an extraordinary discovery when she came across a three-eyed cow while routine testing cattle on a farm in Wales, UK this week. What kind of testing were they doing? I don't know, but I think it had to do with an elbow. Uh, Melaine <laughs> Hughes was TB testing cows in 
Fuele whinnied uh, when she noticed a four-month-old calf with a particularly unusual feature. Bets tend to see all sorts of things. Cyclops, lambs, animals born with two heads, um, yeah. multiple danglies. Um, but I have never seen anything like this before, she told Wales Daily Post. From the outside, the extra eye looks fine. It has eyelids and eyelashes, and it is moist, too. How odd to put it into a story, uh, as if some kind of <laughs> lubricant is being secreted. Oh, boy. Um, however, the vet noted it was so far uh, impossible to know if anything is going on behind the eye. Like, I, I don't know. Um, what? Well, like I guess if they if the cow calf can see with it, yeah, right. Um, uh, that's probably they're talking about if it could see yeah, out of that eye, uh, you know. Yeah, <laughs> third eye blind. Uh, Hughes uploaded photos of the animal on Twitter on Monday and has since been bombarded with comments from curious followers. And I will have to go look at that as well. I have not had time. Um, the third eye is most likely the result of a developmental anomaly that occurred before the calf was born and doesn't appear to be causing any problems, the vet said. Um, it does not act any differently from any other calf, she told the publication. As a veterinary uh, practice, we will certainly be treating it with the same care we give every animal. Um, apparently, they're going to get it high, you know, because I guess they're going to dub it as having glaucoma. What a way to get cannabis into the vet office. Um, Hugh said the calf, they didn't really say that, you said the calf, a dairy cross British blue, should be able to lead an otherwise normal life except for being harassed by the normal calves that are in the pen. Um, the three-eyed cows are incredibly rare, but some cases have been reported in recent years. One calf with the unusual features was born seven years ago in Tamil Nadu in southern what? India and worshipped as a god. So that calf is living the high life right there, uh, literally. Villagers reportedly flocked to visit the calf, who was named after Lord Shiva, the Hindu god who is depicted with a third eye, representing wisdom and insight. Hughes was not overwhelmed by her discovery. I, She said, I took some pictures of the calf and carried on with my work. I mean, it's got a third eye. What the hell? Um, that evening, I posted them on Twitter thinking that only a few of my regular followers would be interested. I've since had to turn off my phone because the number of messages I've been getting. Um, send that cow to India and it will live in absolute luxury, being <laughs> worshipped for all of its days, one woman suggested. Um, only in Greek mythology books, another added. In 2019, on the other side of the world in Australia, a three-eyed snake <laughs> was found. <laughs> slithering at the side of a road by rangers working near Darwin. How apt for that to happen near there. X-rays <laughs> revealed the juvenile snake, which measured about 15 inches, had an extra eye socket in its head. According to a post from the official Northern Territories Park and Wildlife Facebook account, the snake's third eye was functional. Oh, boy, that Ranger would... said, <laughs> Ranger that said would... the snake was a carpet python and probably grew its extra eye as an embryo. 
It's extremely unlikely to be the result of environmental factors, they wrote, as naturally occurring malformations are quite common in reptiles. So if you want to go on Twitter and find a picture of that three-eyed calf, you better do it in a hurry because it's on its way to India. I think it'll be worshipped. Worshipped. Um, worship, I tell you. Worship, I tell you. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that was that was weird. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that on the Simpsons BP. Welcome, Crimson. Hey, Mandals 2021. Well, I mean, you yeah. know, I've heard of, of two-headed snakes and so forth, you know. And even two-headed cows. I mean, so veterinarians probably are used to that weird stuff. Um, but that would, I don't, that would... I don't know what you do. You know, I, you got to do something special with an animal like that. Yeah. Um, probably people would want to take it so they could make money in a... So well, yeah. Yeah, 100 years ago, they would have put it in a circus or something. You know? Look at the three-eyed cow. Mystical powers. I actually don't look it in the eyes. Just look. I mean, it. you remember the state fair in Texas? They used to have the you know, the the, oh, the yeah. little sideshow uh, part of the fair, mm-hmm. and it was nothing but you, you know get away fr- with that now. Freaky things. Uh, I never did go into any of those. I don't think. Well, because- we did. We we went into one, and it was it was scarred me the rest of my life. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, it, going to a tent to that says Fat Albert, that just you oh, don't do that, you just don't do it. I, I almost uh, remember that. I yeah, never did go in, bad. but I, I remember yeah. it had a big, big uh sign, yeah, yeah, yeah. lots okay. of big things. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, well, that was yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, <laughs> yeah, well. Um, I just didn't well, have the 75 cents to, to go into one of those. Cents. I think oh. it was back then. It was 75 cents for the freak shows. They, they call them. Yeah. It was 75 cents. I think maybe a dollar. I don't know. Inflation. All right. So well, you, you, you got well, some, uh, time to, time to put me in the corner or. Yeah, go ahead. Just okay. I, th- I thought you'd been in the corner. You kind of started no. out that way. No, we uh, okay. Let's see if I'm. I'm. I have to apologize ahead of time. I'm not. It's been long. It's been a minute since I've seen this movie. So Uh-oh. we'll see how this goes. Hey, you got Pac-Man? No. Uh, you got space invaders? Nope. You got asteroids? No, but my dad does. Can't even sit on the toilet some days. <laughs> yeah, that, that part is safe. <laughs> so, so what do you do here, Dale? Well, I got a stack of nudie books this high. Oh, she's beautiful. All right, I just... Uh, <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> how far I can actually go yeah. with that. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, so um, there's a story here. I got three <laughs> three quick ones. I'm laughing at BP. I'm sorry. I- uh, more than a dollar. Oh boy, my goodness. Uh, <clears throat> so a story out of US Today, USA Today, that is by Jordan Mendoza. 
that everyone wanted a puppy when the pandemic began, but now those dogs are being returned. So this is not a warm, fuzzy story, but it, it'll be enough to get you mad. Um, adopting puppies was all the rage when the pandemic first began, but some people are realizing owning a dog is more than just a trend. And of course it is. Shelters across the country saw people flocking to their businesses with the goal of having a dog to keep them company while they began to work or attend school from home. But as people return to their offices or explore the outside world, it <laughs> makes it sound like they've never been outside of their own home. <laughs> they came out of a cave or something. <laughs> um, some pups are being left behind. Aaron Jones, executive director of moms and mutts, Colorado rescue told us today, her organization couldn't rescue enough dogs to meet the demand. When the pandemic began, now the amount of returns has doubled what they normally do in a year, with many of the animals being around one year old. I mean, what the hell, people? Um, the trends that we've seen is the people who adopted, they either they didn't have any other dogs or pets, or they were first-time dog owners, and I think that was the biggest thing, Jones said. Ashley Roberts, program manager for adoptions, fosters, and transports at Lucky Dog Animal Rescue in Arlington, Virginia, told BBC News, it's a hard adjustment for dogs that get returned, even if they get into a foster home. They get used to a routine pretty quickly. They get used to the family. They get used to their space. They get used to the routine and schedule they have, Roberts said. It's really scary for them. Jones added, it's hard finding another home for these dogs since they weren't trained. One person drove from California to Colorado to return their dog because the owner found the dog uncontrollable, she said. From California to Colorado. Uh, a lot of them are really destructive and a lot of them are really fearful of anything new. So it's been really challenging finding people willing to take these gi gigantic babies that's really what they are. They're gigantic babies who need to be trained, Jones said. Even though shelters across the United States are experiencing a huge return of dogs, it doesn't appear to be a national trend. While owner surrenders were up 82.6% compared to 2020, they are down by 12.5% versus 2019, according to Best Friends Animal Society. The Society's Director of Public Relations, Eric Ravid, um, said in a statement on, to USA Today that pet owners can look into alternative options to keep their dog active rather than them being sent away. Pet owners need to work through possible separation anxiety issues, prepare pets for time alone, and look into hiring a dog walker if the dog needs to go out during the day. It was common to have pets in full-time jobs before the pandemic, right? So there's no reason people going back to work can't successfully keep their pets with some adjustments and planning, Raven said. Our pets have been there for us and provided companionship and comfort through an extremely difficult year, and we should honor the commitment we made to them through adoption. Um, you know what, people? That have just got dogs and returned them? I, I can't even say what I want to say to you. So, yeah, I mean, you know, make sure that you understand when you go to adopt an animal or go to get an animal, um, it's a commitment, you know. You can't just take it back like it's something you bought from Walmart. 
Yeah, it's not yeah. like a pair of pants or a shirt you don't yeah. like or doesn't fit. I mean, this thing's peeing everywhere. <laughs> no one told me it was going to do that. Well, sir, they have to go to the restroom. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, but we do have diapers over on aisle five. So, uh, um, this, you know, just disgraceful. But we'll go from there to um, a beachgoer discovers a rare, terrifying football fish on Southern California shore. I saw Jordan that picture. Did you? It's, yeah. it's gang. You know, it's a gangly looking fish. Yeah. California weird. is known for its beautiful beaches and scenic views, um, even though they can't run their damn state worth it. But not even the Golden State can get away from the creatures that lurk in its waters. In the case anyone needed a reminder of how scary the ocean is, a fish known as the Pacific football fish. I think they play for San Francisco, washed up on the shores of Crystal Cove State Park in Newport Beach, California, located 60 miles south of Santa Monica on Friday. A beachgoer named Ben Asleff noticed the creature on the shore, according to Davies Locker Sports Fishing and Whale Watching. Go check them out. The Pacific football fish is one of over 200 species of anglerfish across the world, according to Crystal Cove. To others, it may be a fish of nightmares, though. If the appearance of this fish didn't spook you, wait until you hear more about it. Their teeth, like pointed shards of glass, are transparent, and their large mouth is capable of sucking up and swallowing prey the size of their own body. While females can reach lengths of 24 inches, males only grow to be about an inch long, and their sole purpose is is to find the female and help her reproduce. Males latch on to the female with their teeth and become sexual parasites. That just sounds disturbing. <laughs> Eventually coalescing with the female until nothing is left of their form but their testes for reproduction, park officials said on Facebook. Good Lord, man. What um, Was this from a <laughs> medical journal? Is what? <laughs> The species is known for their bioluminescent tips, which only females possess, that it uses to entice prey, as they are typically found in dark waters as deep as 3,000 feet. Park Jeez. officials added that it is rare to find an anglerfish intact, and they do not know how the fish washed ashore. Maybe somebody <laughs> was trying to make a field goal. Seeing this strange and fascinating fish is a testament to the diversity of marine life lurking below the water's surface in California's MPAs. And as scientists continue to learn more about the deep-sea creatures, it's important to reflect on how much is still to be learned from our wonderful ocean. Um, I mean, really, that's a sad existence for those males. But, uh, you know, it must be done, I imagine. It's Much better than being a male black widow, you know. Well, this is true. Or a, um, you know, uh, the uh, what's that insect? Um, praying mantis, you know. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. So, um, and then the last one on this corner is a story out of Newsweek. Uh, Rebecca Flood reported a woman is shocked to discover her sick kitten is actually a rare wolf cat. A woman who caught her kitten or thought her kitten was sick was shocked to discover it was in fact a rare wolf cat. Owner Bree began sharing clips on TikTok of her bizarre-looking kitten after the two cats she fostered had babies. 
Bree from Maine had a litter of a dozen kittens in total, but one, Gracie, stood out from the others. Initially, she thought the tiny cat was ill, as she had bald patches, was weak, and looked very different from her siblings. In a now viral video, Bree, a photographer, explained, We thought she was just very sick. We had no idea she was a baby wolf cat. The clip hmm. was uh, since been blown up, racking more than 2 million views as Bree even set up an Instagram account dedicated to the famous wolf cat in Maine. Speaking to Bored Panda, <laughs> Bree claimed she initially rushed Gracie to the vet, only to be told she was fine and healthy, despite possibly suffering from a fever coat, an ailment affecting kittens. Gracie rejoined the rest of the enormous litter, but as she grew, Bree couldn't understand why she looked so different. Um, Bree says she began Googling similar-looking cats and came across information for a wolf cat, sometimes called a werewolf cat or a Lakoi. She said, based on my own research, I found out that a wolf cat, formerly known as a Lakoi, is a regular domestic cat that is from a natural genetic mutation among feral cat colonies, which is what her mom's came from. Um, she only has one coat of fur and will molt about every six months. I don't want to see that. Her fur can be brushed forward and backwards, kind of like a wolf's coat. She has sensitive skin and will need extra attention to monitor her grease and oil buildup around her face and feet. Well, that sounds great. What? Um, yeah. Have, have fun with that. Uh, she added Gracie, now seven months old, is just like every other house cat, except she looks like a werewolf and leaves oil stains on the uh, on the carpet. And, and Bree was pleased to discover that the breed was incredibly sought after and expensive. We also found out the wolf cats are actually valued around $3,000. So getting an expensive cat for free is also pretty epic, she added. Um, says, Gracie's story has been a hit online with Leslie Nope writing, I am so curious as to what a wolf cat is and how it happened. Um so, you know, for 3000 bucks, I think that, um, you know, it might be breeding time for that little kitty. $3,000 a pop. But if you look uh, at a picture of it, 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 it does look pretty weird. Uh, look pretty weird. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you went into space again. It's always funny when you come back from that. And the, and the voice speeds up. I, I wonder. Oh, that's what that's what, what happens to you. Oh. Yeah, it, it's it's weird, isn't it? When all right. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, um, I guess it's kitty. You're kitty kitty. Yeah, these people who get surprised by what what the breed of whatever animal they get. You know, come on, you might want to just do a little bit more research before you, you go exotic. Whoa. That's right. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> it, it's time for uh oh, here we go. Mr. Mr. Personality. Uh. Man, what are we talking about? Come on, man. 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 
How many push-ups you want to do here, pal? Oh. <laughs> Come on. That just never gets old, I tell you. Hey, because at the very end, before I cut it off, uh, the woman he's talking to says, oh, <laughs> it's like she doesn't know how to answer that. How many push-ups you want to what do? What do you buddy? mean push-ups? I don't get paid to do that. Lord. All right. This has got to be one. I mean, I saw this story today. I heard it on the news earlier in the day, and then I saw something on Twitter, um, and then I heard it again on on the uh, nightly version. And it's I just, I just I find it hard to believe, but officials are warning people. We're actually having to warn people not to fill plastic bags with gasoline. Amid, plastic bags. I'm serious. Plastic bags with uh, the panic over the gas shortage. So they've had to come out and warn people. And this is from, uh, oh, actually CBS News. They ought to be feel feel good that I'm actually using them for something. Uh, officials are warning people not to pour gasoline into plastic bags amid panic over a shortage of gas in the southeastern states. Of course, the shortage comes after a massive hack of Colonial Pipeline. Da, 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 da. From Maryland to Florida, social media posts show vehicles waiting in long lines for gas. At least two tweets, a photo of a car trunk holding clear bags filled with gasoline, and a video of a woman pouring gas in a plastic bag suggested panicked customers were storing gasoline in bags. While the posts were found by Snopes, is that Snopes to be several Snopes, years yeah. several years old, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission nevertheless posted a flurry of tweets advising people not to carry gasoline in plastic bags or any other container not approved for fuel. Do not fill plastic bags with gasoline, the agency tweeted on Wednesday. We know this sounds simple, but when people get desperate, they stop thinking clearly. Uh, in this country, they stop thinking clearly, even when they're not desperate. But uh, they take risks that can have deadly consequences. If you know someone who is thinking about bringing a container not meant for fuel to get gas, please let them know it's dangerous. The commission added that people should never pour gasoline over or near an open flame. Oh, really? You got to warn them of that, too. Transportation Secretary Pete Booted. Buda, Buttigieg, Buttigieg, I think it is, yeah. um, warned people not to hoard gasoline and echoed the Whoa. commission's commission <laughs> alert during a White House <laughs> press briefing. Uh, this is a time to be sensible and to be safe, Buttigieg said. Of course, we understand the concern in the areas where people are encountering temporary supply disruptions, but hoarding does not make things better. Under no circumstances should gasoline ever be put into anything but a vehicle directly or an approved container. And that, of course, remains true no matter what else is going on. Uh, experts say the shortages are primarily, big surprise, due to panic buying and hoarding. So, I mean, I think there was somebody on our show last night that was that was uh, in the chat room tweeted, a uh, tweeted, uh, you know, said that he had filled up two 10 gallon, uh, he filled up his cars and he filled up two 10 gallon, uh, you know, 
containers of gas with gas. So, you know, if you go out there and, and, and just suck the stations dry, I mean, that this, it was the same way the last time this occurred. So, but I, I just can't believe in, in this day and time, you have to tell somebody not to put gasoline in a plastic trash bag. First of all, how are you going to get it out of there when it's, when you're trying to put, I mean, you're going to have to have a pump uh, or siphon it. I guess you can siphon if people still, still siphon gasoline. Um, well, you know, geez. but I, I, there, there was a picture of a woman. I, I think it was a woman had three trash, clear trash bags in the back of her I guess it may have been a trunk. I was thinking it was something like an SUV, uh, but you could see them and they were bulging bags of gasoline. Huh. So, you know, if that sucker sprung a leak, you'd have a torch going down the highway. Well, uh, you know, it, it takes all kinds when there's a, and there's mass chaos and, you know, when there's really no chaos at all, we'd be okay if people hadn't run to the pumps and buying up all the gas. Well, my it, theory is that the Russian mob or whatever it was was doing a test it's probably the damn russian military doing a test they're like let's see if this will work okay and they're like oh yeah it will we crippled part of the country just from uh from one from one hack from one ransomware hack on one um now one of the largest but one uh one one gasoline supplier one refinery so did you? There was a video um, before the show too that I, I got to see quickly. Is about uh, said that there's you know some altercations at gas stations now because people are are getting antsy, you know. And uh, there was one where a woman tried to cut in front of somebody in a line and with a car, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I don't know. He may have cussed her out, or he said something to her, and she. She walked over and spit on him, and then he gets out of his car and goes over and and spits on her, and then they start slapping each other. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) over gasoline. Come on, Uh, what? These are, you know, I guess that's who you have to make these signs uh, for. These alerts are for people. Well, you know, times call for desperate measures, Donald. You know, yeah. my generation didn't have to have a damn sign to say "Don't put gasoline in a plastic bag." Um, it, people like, just yeah. people knew better. <laughs> you gonna let her spit on our pinto there, Elmer? You better get up there and slap the shit out of her. I mean, really, what kind of world are we living in? Uh, well, you just turn on the news and it only takes you a few minutes to figure it out. But, I mean, you know, really? I mean, it's bad enough that, you know, the people are act that way, but I, I'm still amazed that we have to tell people the most basic things in this country. Um, you know, it, it just, and there, and there's a, a routine that I, I think it was, uh, Jay Leno used to do, but I'm not going to go through it tonight, but it was about, all the signs and the warnings that we have to give people today. And, uh, you know, back, you know, when they didn't used to do it. So, and there was a reason they didn't used to do it, but I won't go into that tonight. So, hmm. you know, don't put gasoline in a plastic bag. All right. Uh, it's for, it's for trash or leaves yard debris only. 
Yet another personal, sa- another safety message from the uh, from Trice the, Talk from <laughs> producers of Trice Talk. Uh, yeah, I th- yeah, yeah. There you go. Public safety message. Oh, That's you know, right. some, uh, I happened to think of something because somebody tried to call in a little while ago uh, when we were just getting cranked up, and <laughs> whoa. So you you want to go through our call in policies since we're at a new time and uh... well let's see Donald Wayne the call in policy for Trice Talk is we must get to know you first and I don't mean that way we need to know who you are in the chat you must come in and chat several times we must see you more than once and get to know who you are before we open the lines for anything foul to come out of your mouth so. <laughs> Once we get to know you, then we'll feel better about getting you on the line. That's the policy at Tristalk. <laughs> well, and we need to know covered? we need to know what they want to talk about too. Right, you know, you know, we can't uh, can't have just uh, anyone coming up here talking about. Uh, yeah, we don't want to hear about your. Uh, uh, well, no, nah, I won't go into that. So. Okie dokie. Got that out of Well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So, y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. The attack. Well, thank you, Antoine, for that safety message as well. You know, what movie is that from? The public. So, we, was, uh, well, actually, that was a news report, Donald Wayne. Uh, how many years ago? Was oh, that? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I do. That was a yeah, couple of years yeah. ago. I remember yeah, that. Maybe maybe even more than a couple, but was it? that still rings true today. I mean, with a gas shortage, if the internet goes down, you know, make sure you lock those doors. And who knows what people will do next. Um, whoa, <laughs> what in the world was that? Um, so Newsweek has a story from John Feng. That a family dog fends off escaped leopard trying to enter the home. We have no leopards here. Um, video has emerged of an escaped zoo leopard entering a residential property in East China before being chased away by a family dog. Um, the big cat is one of the three that escaped from the Hangzhou Safari Park last month. The zoo kept the incident secret for nearly three weeks. Oh, 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 well, they're used to doing that now, aren't they? And only two leopards have been found so far. Shanghai News Portal, the paper, said Wednesday that the leopard sighting was captured on a CCTV camera inside the courtyard of a home in Hangzhou, capital of Xinjiang province. In the video, the cat can be seen walking across the unroofed area of the property before lying down in a corner. Before long, the family's black-furred dog approaches and appears to have a brief standoff with the much bigger animal. The animals do not seem to attack each other, but the family dog seems to frighten away the two-year-old leopard, which had been born in the local zoo and bred in captivity. The leopard later runs back across the courtyard and escaped over a high wall, bringing down several tiles in the process the video shows. While it was not possible to tell from the video which of the three leopards it was, hope remains that the animal spotted (laughs) was the elusive third cat. 
Hangzhou Safari Park said a staff handling error led to the escape of the three juvenile leopards on April 19th. Guess they'll be tagging up the place. The city's <laughs> deputy mayor told reporters on Monday it did not admit its mistake until last Friday. Sounds eerily similar. After members of the public had spotted big cats roaming nearby villages, one of the cats was captured two days after its escape on April 21st, but the second was not found until last Saturday. The third is still unaccounted for after more than three weeks. Zoologist Zhang Jinchu, who is affiliated with the Chinese Academy of Sciences, told China's state broadcaster CCTV this week that he feared for the missing leopard's well-being. I mean, no, 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 no word about what that leopard might do to children or other people in its past. So the juvenile cat has no wilderness survival skills and could be in hiding or even dead, Zhang said. A search party involving thousands of personnel, hundreds of high-tech drones, and hunting dogs had yet to report any traces of the animal at the time of publication. Of the two leopards recaptured by Hangzhou Safari Park, the first is fit and healthy, but the second is still recovering from an injured hind paw, local media said. On Wednesday, Zhu Achun, bless you, an expert <laughs> with the College of Life Sciences at China, Jialiang University, said he found undigested bamboo leaves and fur during a fecal examination. Um, oh, no, it was an examination of the cat scat the day before. What exactly is a cat scat, Donald Wayne? Well, we'll come back to that. Yeah, um, it's, it's, give me give me a little time on it. I'll circle around back to we'll me. We'll circle back around to that. Uh, hey, where's Pisaki when you need her? Zhu told the city's Hongzhou television this suggested the leopard had either killed a small animal, such as a rat, or found and ate a dead animal while missing from the zoo. I mean, you know, uh, animal must eat. So, you know, if you're around that area of China, uh, watch out for the leopard that has still not been captured there. That, that story made me think of the uh, the first uh, Jurassic Park movie where, you know, they go out and, and they get out of the Jeep and they go out into the field and that Triceratops is laying on its side. Yeah. And, and she runs over there with her gloves on and sticks her hand in that big pile to see what the trice, Triceratops have been eating. Yeah, that that would not be an ideal job, you know. To, let's get to be, after it. The, the one have to analyze that. So. Who's going to get after the scat? <laughs> uh, well, not I. I tell you. <laughs> no, um, no, won't be applying for that job. Nope. All righty. All righty. All righty. Well, so being that it's Wacky Wednesday, I just thought I, I, I found some more. That just kind of set you off, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, it's... <laughs> uh, I found some more headline gaffes from oh, various print media, and uh, I didn't realize there were so many. I wish they would identify all of the all of the uh, newspapers or magazines that they come from, but they don't. But anyway, it's hard to believe 
that people could make these gaffes. It makes you wonder what kind of editor that they have at these uh, businesses where they don't notice these titles before they send them out. But uh, I've got some here that, I, and, and a couple of them actually have a little bit of a, I have to go with a story that goes with it because they're just so outrageous. Um, all right. The first one is from the New York post and it's, it's a, it's a fairly old one. It's from July of 2012, but the article is titled operation comeback and you'll recognize the name. It says wiener shows off his little one. That's the title of the article, which, which, which is a picture of Anthony wiener holding his infant son, but somebody decided that would be a good title for that story. Uh, so that's what he calls it. Uh, <laughs> interesting. From uh, this is from some publication in St. Lucie, Florida, it says Weight Watchers demonstrator shoplifts cupcakes. <laughs> so <laughs> they're, obviously they're not they're not doing too well with the program. Um, oh boy! <laughs> from the Omaha World Herald, Omaha dad finds pot brownies eats four of them and says mean things to cat. Now that's, that's an article. Um, it, it actually goes into what he was saying to the cat. I don't know who heard him. The next one, uh, this is the headline is Brazilian pastor arrested for convincing followers. His penis contained Holy milk. It, Oh boy! It, it's an article. I mean, it, it, it is. So, so uh, there's no, we, we, don't, we don't we don't even need to expand on that one. Do we need to extrapolate that? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, another one with a says children invited to eat pizza with poo. Uh, Who's poo? It turns out fans of Winnie the Pooh were invited to have dinner with him in Monroe, Louisiana. I think it was, but that's the headline of the article. Children invited to eat pizza with Pooh. They could have said Winnie the Pooh, I think, and it would have, you know, maybe some of these people do this on purpose just for that very reason. I don't know. Uh, the next one, I'm going to have to do a little bit of the article that goes along with it. Cause it's, it's a little hard to believe, but, Florida couple arrested for selling tickets to heaven. Uh, Tito and Amanda Watts were arrested a few days ago for selling golden tickets to heaven to hundreds of people. They sold the tickets on the street for $99.99 per ticket and told the buyers that the tickets were made from solid gold. They also told potential buyers that each ticket reserved the buyer a spot in heaven. Simply present the ticket at the pearly gates and you are in. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead, sir. Uh, Tito Watts said it was Jesus who gave him the tickets uh, behind a KFC. And Tito said he was told that he could sell the tickets to get some money to go to outer space. Tito told the officers that he met a man named Steve who said if he got the cash together, he would take, him and his wife on a flying saucer to his planet that is made entirely of drugs. It says, uh, Tito says, told the police, you should arrest Jesus because he is the one who gave me the golden tickets. 
We just wanted to leave Earth and go to space and do drugs. Police confiscated $10,000 in cash, drug paraphernalia, and a baby alligator. Now, I don't know how the baby alligator comes into play here, but um, that's that was going on in Florida. So now do you have a question? <laughs> uh, I don't even think I should. I don't think I should. So, so it's too uh, much. He's selling tickets to heaven so he can buy drugs. Um, from a publication in Gallup, New Mexico. Oh, this one is probably not as, as funny when you. I have to tell it, but it's clown commits Foo King robbery, which is about a robbery uh, at Foo King smoke shop in Gallup, New Mexico. It's F-U- space k-i-n-g smoke shop and that was actually the name of the smoke shop so um that was that was the headline of that article um headlining crime section of a newspaper man coming through windows says he was warning neighbor about prowler so um i guess he thought that would work on the policeman um Next one is acid rain tough on tits. This headline turns, <laughs> turns out turns out to be about research project talking about acid rain effects on duck eggs. So um, <laughs> that's all oh, I can. Boy. All I can tell you about that. Oh, this you'll love this next one. Belittled. Uh, oh, the title of the article is Belittled by Penis Prank. A Malaysian man who ordered a $180 penis enlarger online was sent a magnifying glass. <laughs> the instruction says, do not use in sunlight. So at least they warned him not to go out outdoors and try using the magnifying glass in the sun. Oh, my goodness. So... I mean, you know, it, I don't know that that was false advertising. Uh, presented by Capital Blue Cross, Prostate Cancer Awareness Night and Foam Finger Giveaway. So uh, <laughs> you, you get get an exam and a foam finger at the same well, time. Anytime you can give somebody the foam finger, <laughs> I don't you know, yeah, why would you pass it up. Uh, a headline says sadness may be signs of depression. That was uh, an article <laughs> for some people. Uh, <laughs> here's one. Now, uh, some of these aren't really supposed to be funny when, when the people did them, I'm sure. It's, the article is called Make It Fun by Pam Young. Learn how to play with yourself. Now, this is actually an article about children, you know, how to be able to play yeah. on their own if they don't have any siblings. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. they should probably change the heading of the... Um, they should, I think. Uh, another one says, jail time can hinder job hunt. So, yeah, a lot <laughs> of employers... Yeah, yeah well, I, they frown upon that. Well, I, I would be there, but, um, you know... 
Yeah, the, I'm going to be in jail. You're thinking you hold my position for listen, about I, four I gotta years. Be That'd be great for lockup at four thirty. So, yeah. uh, can we hurry through this? I'm on the work release program. Well, actually, I busted out. I need some <laughs> smokes. There's so. there's a man, 24. The headline says, "Fine for pretending to be a ghost by making woo noises and waving his arms about in a cemetery." So he got arrested and fined for that. And it shows he got arrested for that? I didn't <laughs> even know. <laughs> I mean, did, did he? You, you see a picture of the man. Do you, you actually think that he was scaring anybody or anybody thought he was really a ghost? Uh, um, you know, they're coming to get you, Bob. It kind of goes with the next article, which the headline reads, Dead Pets Should Not Be Stored With Food. Um, it's another one of those oh, things boy. you probably shouldn't have to tell people, I would think. You shouldn't, but, you know. Um, this one is right up your line too, Dennis Lee drinking, (laughs) drinking snail mucus makes people sick. That's the headline. Uh, I thought it was an aphrodisiac. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently a man in Miami, Florida practices this African religious tradition, which, uh, is part of the ceremony. They drink snail mucus. It's some kind of African snail giant snail at that. Oh, so, giants. Yeah. Well. yeah. <laughs> um, another headline, wife stabs husband with squirrel. Uh, it doesn't say <laughs> how. It must have I just, she stabbed him with a squirrel. Uh, uh, you know, I think that's what they call shanks in some countries. <laughs> I'm not sure. There's yeah. Some of these you actually need the picture to go with it. There, there's a picture of an elderly gentleman standing next to this headline. It says, tree farm owner planted seeds and others. So, um, <laughs> well, now that'll get you at least five to ten right there. Uh, uh, headline, sisters reunited in checkout line after 18 years at supermarket. So... <laughs> I mean, first first time you read it, just like were they in the supermarket for eighteen years? I mean, and lost I woke up one day behind a box of towels, and I've been living there ever since. Um, uh, I like yeah. this one. Zoo relish uh, releases. It, it has been. It has been trying to mate two male hyenas for four years. So. Uh, Good Lord. They might want to actually hire some people that know something about animals if they're going to work at a zoo. Yeah. I, mean, but, uh, I, I don't know. know what do you think we should do? Uh, <laughs> you know, do this go here? Um, <laughs> Two male hyenas just, just won't work. Yeah, uh, well, you know. There's a city in the Northeast that says it's city plans its first dog park archery range. <laughs> so I guess... They're going to they're be shooting at the dogs. Well, we lost old Skippy, but we had fun. I mean, he had to run in front of that last little arrow over there. <laughs> this this next one is an article headline, Drunk Drivers Fail Blowjob Tests. <laughs> oh. I, I want to take that so many different places, Donald Wayne, but uh, just leave it. I just, just leave it. I just, I just want to share the headline. Sure. You you think about it. You know, just think about it. But uh, the next one: sewage spill kills fish, but water safe to drink. 
so the headlines yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you know fish can't take it but humans can drink up uh, the picture shows some dead fish floating in the water and i guess the guy's an inspector you know it's like okay yeah but it's all right for you to drink yeah, um, a bunch of wussies i'll drink it don't you worry this next one is uh you know goes on that stupid column again the headline is killed by condom a man accidentally killed himself by putting a condom over his head in a bizarre sexual stunt the man was found (laughs) suffocated naked on his bed wearing the inflated rubber besides empty cans of laughing gas so i guess he was huffing the laughing gas and then thought maybe the that would help him uh I don't know. Well, but, we sure did like Dave, but, uh, but he was wrong. Like hell, I'm going to hate like hell to put these photos on Instagram, but I'm going to get a million hits out of it. Um, geez. Uh, so the last thing on here is uh, an article by Miss Manners, and it says there is a proper way to cut the cheese, <laughs> and, and that's the article. So. Well, I always thought there was, but I never was bold enough to 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 let people know. But I yeah, just I um, probably is. But all of these are serious articles. People just really wanted to write about these uh, situations, and they just seem to, uh, you know, mess up the heading a little bit. You know? Jill, we're going to have to talk to you about your article you recently submitted about the, um, the drunks <laughs> and blowjobs. Um, <laughs> yeah, you might want to tweak some of the words. It's like Harold's story last month about you know giving people the clap uh, when they do a good <laughs> deed. Um, it's all yeah. a presentation. So, jeez, and people get paid for this stuff. I think, uh, wasn't it Jay Leno used to read these headlines? I think. Uh, uh, yes, I believe it was. Yes. Uh, next week, I'm going to do some of those. He also used to do the uh, couples that got married and they used the two names. You know, the, yeah. <laughs> put the yeah. two names together. I read some today and they, they were hilarious. So uh, that'll be next week. So. Oh, okay. Well, um, um, my next little story. Oh, you okay there, Donald Wayne? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got something you want to unwrap for everybody there? <laughs> no, um, not, not at all. <laughs> your candy? <laughs> you, want, <laughs> you want to share your candy with everybody, Donald Wayne? <laughs> ah. oh. oh, my goodness. Um, well... For the win, uh, there's an article written in that by David Streg um, that a raging elephant causes <laughs> chaos at watering hole. Baby hippo fights back and says, not on my watch. An elephant in Kruger National Park went on the rampage at a watering hole, trumpeting and chasing hippos and terrorizing a baby hippo in a one-of-a-kind interaction at the famous park in South Africa. Um, and you can see the pictures of it, just trumpsing along, sc- scaring all the hippos out. The mothers are screaming. And Gordon Grunt- Crundwell, 57, <laughs> was on a safari with his wife near Shinswedi 
in the northern part of the park when he videotaped the bedlam as a result of a raging elephant. He shared the footage with latest sightings, which called it a one-of-a-kind interaction, as did Crundwell. In over 50 years of visiting game parks, I have never seen an elephant and hippo interaction like this, Crundwell told latest sightings. And when you see the picture, this 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 little baby hippo looks like the size of a dog compared to this elephant. Um, the safari stopped at a viewpoint and noticed the watering hole with more than 25 hippos and crocodiles just laying around on the bank, like, well, what's up? How you doing? Then an elephant came down for a drink, but seemed to get upset with the hippos and got into the water and started chasing them, Crundwell explained. The elephant was getting more agitated and started thrashing and trumpeting, causing chaos in the pool. The elephant started chasing all the hippos out of the pool. During the commotion, a baby hippo was left alone on the sandbank. It looks so cute. Wouldn't you like to have a baby hippo, Donald Wayne? Uh, um, I don't have the uh, room for it, but... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to keep him moist. The elephant walked towards the baby and started pushing it around with his trunk. Then he threw the baby in the air further up the sandbank, like, you know... Luckily, he left the baby hippo alone and returned to the water where he continued to trumpet and thrash the water around. The action did not stop there. The baby hippo seemed okay and returned to the water where he then followed the elephant. It's like, oh, no, no, you're not doing this to me, buddy. While the elephant was getting out of the water, the baby hippo was nipping at his rear foot. It's like, I might be small, but this is what's going down. This seemed to further agitate the elephant, who then tried to kick the baby hippo away. At the 58-second mark, you can see the baby hippo chasing the elephant out of the water, attempting to fight back. You go, baby hippo. Um, the baby hippo continued to follow the elephant out of the water, where a rock blocked what appeared to be another angry attack on the baby hippo. The elephant lost interest quite quickly and walked away. The crocodiles didn't give a damn. They're just like, oh, look at that. So <laughs> the elephant was causing such a commotion. The crocodiles were feasting on the fish that had been chased onto the bank. I mean, why wouldn't they? So Crondwell said it was a sight to behold. And um, yeah, the pictures, they've actually got a video of it too. Uh, that you can watch. It'll be on our Facebook page. So did you, uh, where did you get the elephant sound? Is that something you created yourself? I was getting a little concerned about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, right. I just blew my eardrum out on that one. <laughs> uh, be careful. Goodness, I wouldn't, re wouldn't recommend it. You'll pull your spectacle. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll put that on Facebook. That's uh, interesting. Well, will that sound be on Facebook as well? No, I can only do that so much in a day. Um, okay. Yeah, I keep that on reserves. Well, <laughs> the show is certainly yeah, I know. I, I've got to go back and find that clip. I, yeah, think I may have it on my phone somewhere where I used it to put on Twitter one day, but mm -hmm. I need to find it and we need to use that again. I, I was thinking about that today. Mm -hmm. Or I was hoping 
that she would uh, call in, like she said, and and she and her sister would would both well, do it for us. But maybe Lou came maybe in, you it. know. Yeah. Yeah, Lou's who she does the show with. So, but that's a friend, right? That's not her sister. Yeah, I think that's her friend. I don't think yeah. it's her sister. And if it is her sister, I apologize. I don't know. <laughs> We have limited information here. I know, you know. All right. Well, I have a um, little story out of California, and everything oh. that comes out of California has got to be weird. Uh, this is the headline says California Tesla driver arrested while riding in back seat. Mm. Uh, uh, let's see. Boy, I tell you. These names, Param Sharama, 25, I think I got that right, was arrested for allegedly reckless driving, but told reporters that riding in the back seat isn't dangerous and he will continue to do it. Hmm. A motorist was arrested after an officer observed him in the back seat of a Tesla traveling on a San Francisco Bay Area freeway, the California Highway Patrol said. Isn't that chips? Or that was the that was the motorcycle division, I guess. Uh, Parama Sharama, twenty five, was arrested for allegedly reckless driving and disobeying a peace officer, uh, which they don't have to do in California anyway. The Highway Patrol said in a statement on Tuesday, multiple nine one one calls Monday evening reported a person seated in the back seat of a Tesla Model Three without anyone in the driver's seat while the vehicle traveled on Interstate 80 across the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge, which I guess if they're on the freeway, they're, dra- they're driving fairly fast. A highway patrol motorcycle officer spotted the Tesla, confirmed the solo occupant was in the back seat, took action to stop the car, and saw the occupant move to the driver's seat before the car stopped. Uh, prior to his arrest, members of the public had captured video of someone resembling uh, Sharma operating his vehicle in the same reckless manner, and the CHP Oakland area had cited Sharma on April 27th for similar behavior. The CHP said the incident remains under investigation. The statement did not say whether officials determined whether the Tesla was operating on the company's autopilot system which can keep a car centered in its lane and a safe distance behind vehicles in front of it. But it's likely that either autopilot or Tesla's full self-driving systems were operating for the driver to be in the back seat. Tesla is allowing a limited number of owners to test its self-driving system, but it's not clear if Sharma was one of them. A message was left Wednesday seeking a comment from Tesla. Tesla says on its website and in its owner's manuals that both systems are not fully autonomous and that drivers must be ready to intervene at any time, which would be hard to do from the back seat, I would think, wouldn't you, Dennis Lee? But drivers have repeatedly zoned out with autopilot in use, resulting in at least three U.S. deaths whether or when neither the system nor the driver stop for obstacles in the road. Tesla has a system to monitor drivers to make sure they're paying attention by detecting force from hands on the steering wheel. The system will issue warnings and eventually shut the car down if it doesn't detect hands 
but critics have said Tesla's system is easy to fool and can take as long as a minute to shut it down. Consumer Reports said in April that it was able to easily trick a Tesla into driving in autopilot mode with no one at the wheel. Sharma was released from Alameda County's Santa Rita Jail on Tuesday. Uh, the local television station reported that Sharma said in an interview that riding in the back seat isn't dangerous and he will continue to do it. I'm going to go in the back seat right now. You feel me? I'm waiting for my car to change. Sharma told the station, Elon Musk really knows what he's doing. And I think people are tripping and they're scared. He said, referring to the Tesla founder. KTVU reported that Sharma characterized himself as being above the blue collar world. I don't drive and I don't fill up gas. I'm a, I'm a gold collar. He said, whatever that is. So that's what uh, Sharma says about him uh, going down the highway and the yeah, well, I, got a, I got a gold collar for him. Um, <laughs> gold choker chain i mean think about if we're on i-75 we're going up i-75 and a car passes us maybe going faster and there's no one behind the wheel and then there's somebody in the back seat you know um i don't know the first thing that'll come to my mind is this a tesla (laughs) so i just it's you know foolish they're gonna have to you know I mean, they have rules to this thing, and then this guy buys this thing, and then he thinks he's be above the rules, and he can do whatever he wants. Uh, I think I heard a story earlier this week about somebody in a Tesla that had fallen asleep as it was going down the highway. So, huh. uh, I mean, certainly, if you put me in the back seat, and I'm on the interstate, oh yeah, especially if it's night, and I'm gone. <laughs> you know, I'm snoring. And, uh, that's, I just don't know that that makes sense. Um, you know, and if he hits and kills somebody, I, I hope, I hope, uh, you know, driving a Tesla won't be his, uh, or riding in the back of a Tesla is not going to be his problem. Well, no, then he'll be privileged in prison. Uh, yes, he will. He'll get a, he'll be a, what did he call himself? A gold, um, yeah, he'll get a gold collar in prison. I don't yeah. think there's anything to be proud of. <laughs> yeah. oh. There you go. <laughs> en- enough said. Yep. All righty. Well, we actually blew through all that. <laughs> As you make a sound. Uh-oh. Um, and I guess that's, uh, yeah. Well, we can we can do that because I was a little surprised that it, it went that quickly. Um, so that's enough for tonight. That's enough being wacky. Wacky. We, we can. Um, um, anything else, uh, information-wise, we need to throw out there about what we're doing. Uh, I have, I made a list actually. I don't know if it's in front of me now about the extra sites that we're on now that people can download us. I put it on the, uh, when I posted the show last night, but, um, I may give it when you're, uh, when you're doing your bit. 
here shortly. Uh, well, we want you know. I probably want to remind people that we do have a new time as um for as all the shows. An anomaly that happened tonight. We're actually on um, at nine thirty now instead of eleven. Nine thirty p.m. Eastern. That is. So. Um, yeah, did you see th- Cummings in there earlier? And he said, "What are y'all doing? Yeah. On it? <laughs> what are y'all on so early?" Um, yeah, what the hell are y'all doing? We're just trying to make everything work. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm still working on the website that hopefully will be up and running next week, and also a um, a blog that'll kind of run alongside uh the podcast and uh i think i don't know if i mentioned last night about the mini pods that i'll probably be changing the time for some of those as well even though they normally don't matter since they're not live but i'm thinking about maybe trying to do at least one a week live in an afternoon setting when i have the opportunity just to see what kind of uh response we get in the afternoon doing something like that they're only 30 minutes long anyway so uh but that that'll be happening here soon as well so we're just playing with a bunch of stuff here dennis lee i mean we got all kinds of stuff going on did i lose you hello yes i didn't hello i didn't hear you yeah we got all kinds of stuff uh just bubbling over. Uh, well, let me let me get out of this bubble here. <laughs> Oops, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Don't tell them what's going to pop up here. Whoops, not that. Um, all right. So you want to go into the uh, specifics of uh, touching and reaching us and. All them good things. Oh, did I lose you again? What in the tarnation? What in the gone? Sam Hill? Oh, on the road there. <laughs> what? Um, what? <laughs> or is this ring around the rosy or what, right. what are we doing? We'll circle back to that. Um, so, yes, um, <laughs> we are at a new time, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, folks. Um, and we are on every... Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at that time. And, um, you know, if you'd like to, uh, if you're a uh, Twitterer, then why don't you tweet us at TristalkWGMoon. Um, if you'd like to email us with suggestions about the show or, you know, the, what you think about the new time or, you know, what you think about Donald Wayne or myself or you want to send us some weird pics like VP does, then do that at tristalk69pts at gmail.com. Um, and then also we encourage you to follow us on Facebook as uh, we put a lot of the articles that we use on there. All the shows are posted there. Even some nice little pics are, are on there as well. Uh, we encourage you to interact with us there. And um, that, that uh, following is starting to grow there. We appreciate it. Uh, follow us on Facebook at Tristalk. And then... You can find us on Spotify at Tristalk, Amazon Music at Tristalk, Pandora is a new one at Tristalk. Um, did you have any more, Donald Wayne? Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, you can also find us on iHeartRadio, 
Uh, I I finally figured that out. Although it doesn't show on our Podbeam site that that we're that we've got it connected. When I can go on iHeart and I can find us on iHeart Radio. So okay, well uh, that's a a bonus. And also a site called Player FM, which is uh, supposed to be a big big podcast site. That's a weird name, but uh, you sure it's not Player. I hope we didn't get on the wrong side. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, boy. That, no. Um, But, uh, and also a site called Listen Notes, which uh, is another podcast site as well, where you can, and, you know, but I think the iHeartRadio and the Pandora, I'm excited about them showing up because a lot of people listen to iHeartRadio. And um, uh, and Pandora, and Pandora. Pandora, and, Pandora, and Spotify, are my two go tos there. Yep. Um, but yeah, we, uh, you know, look, we appreciate you. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for downloading. And uh, you know, we have impromptu shows as well um, that uh, Donald Wayne does the mini pods. And I mean, Donald Wayne, the content on those mini pods, you've been burning it up, <laughs> and um, you know, it's looking good there. So. Uh, we we well, appreciate y'all and and thank you for your interaction, your listenership, and your following. And um, we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate. Uh, hopefully, uh, it looks like we have some uh, new followers uh, tonight. Uh, you know, names that I have not seen on our when we were on at eleven o'clock. So we like, like we, the newbies. Yeah, yeah. We and and of course, uh, thanks BP for joining us tonight um it's nice to see your name and your little bubble pop up there so uh, we appreciate you uh hanging with us at this new time and um let's see was there anything else i guess not all right so the closing thought for tonight is The Lord gave us two ends, one to sit on and the other to think with. Success depends on which one we use the most. And that's according to Ann Landers. If anybody knows who Ann Landers is, is she too old for for the new generations to know who she is? I thought she was dead. uh, Well, yeah, so a lot of the people that I quote... (laughs) I mean, it's, I mean, most of the ones on there, you know, yeah. that, I, you know, when Benjamin Franklin, you know, he's been gone for a while. So, yeah, yeah but I like his money. So <laughs> you like you like old Ben. All right. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Ann Lander said that. So oh, very good. Nice very lady. Good. All right. Well, if you uh, want to get the lights, I'm, I'm hang on before you turn the lights out, because I won't be able to see which. Which song I'm pulling? All right, up or you go ahead and turn your knob before I flip the switch. You know? <laughs> cool. All right, so I think just because this is uh, uh, a new time and everything, I'm just going to go with something old tonight, and hopefully it'll work for some people. All right, good night. You got the lights, Dennis Lee. Flicking the mountain now, Donald Wayne. Good night, all. Jesus Stay safe, everybody. Loves your mama, loves Jesus.